wow, wow, oh my God. I cannot believe these days here. Um, well, my name is Lady Sussex. Welcome to Megan and Harry show. Um, welcome to Megan, a real life Cinderella. I call the show Megan, a real life Cinderella because the story, her story, it just fit in so well with, um, with the Cinderella story. I mean, wouldn't you say? Um, well, let me tell you guys a little bit about myself and why I decided to do this show. Um, I've been a supporter of Harry and Meghan uh, for since 2016. Um, you know, obviously, you know, like every one of you guys, sort of when I hear Harry was about to marry a black girl, um, a biracial girl, I was so excited. I was happy. I was just like, oh my God, finally, um, um, the biracials in 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 England and everywhere else finally is gonna have a, some type of presentation, you know, representation, just like we have Obama's here, you know, sort of representation matter. And so I was quite excited about it. But I mean, right to the start, my goodness, wow, the claws, the jealousies, and everything started coming out. They started bashing the girl, you know, finding her sister, her, her, her brother, and, and anyone that's willing to say anything horrible about this girl, they were sort of, in. none of it was true because Megan Marco, I mean, if you follow her, sends suit, and this girl, it's sort of like pretty much like, her life is well documentary and you know and and online so you can tell it was jealousy it was racism it was also type of thing that was going on and so i was like oh my god no one is defending this girl and come sussex squad those women were freaking amazing and they leave such an impact on me because it was for the first time i got to see black women at work defending each other um sort of it wasn't to me as far as i'm concerned since um you know um the women movement um sort of you know um civil right movement and to see people actually get together that who doesn't know one another all over the world and just started sort of you know support this woman and because we see ourselves in Megan's Marco. We understand what she was going through and she was silent and she couldn't talk for herself and she needed somebody to talk for her and the family she was about to get in was not defending her after she married they wasn't defending her and so i think the sussex squad sort of you know michelle and um tina um started sort of talking about it and fighting back and come up with receipts and i mean that lived with such an impact and very often i'm like my god i wish i could do more i wish i could say but you know, I don't know nothing about internet. I don't even know how it works. I mean, I could you know anything that I know to do is sort of go into YouTube um, at best. And so, and obviously I live a very busy life. I had a lot going on in my life. And so I'm like, oh my God, what can I do? What can I do? What can I do? So I decided to say, well, if I listen, you know, to what's going on, if I push back any way I can or whether support, you know, sort of, you know, Megan and Harry and then Denver. Um, so um, maybe sort of, you know, um, 
you know, I'll help that way. And as I continue the women and listen to the women, and I think Tina is often saying, you know, we need to have more of you guys out there. We need to have every each one of us need to be talk about and talk and talk and talk. And I can say, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. First, I need to know how the whole internet works to begin with. I need to know how to do a podcast. And, <laughs> you know, I'm not the most sort of, you know, um, technological, you know, um, um, person. So um, it took me a long time, but I have this thing in me that says, you know, you gotta say something. You, you know, sort of, don't be afraid of how you sound. Don't be afraid of sort of, you know, the fact that you know, and maybe you, you know, some people may not even understand what it is that you are saying. But there's a lot of people that just going to understand what you're saying because they know the story, they know what's going on. Just having different point of view, you know, more of us out there fighting. It, it actually will help and, and it does I mean if you looked at the stuff the squad's able to do and how they were able to push back oh my god and I think Harry himself saying that you know what the reason why they were able to make this move is because of us is because what we were able to do um, but as we continue and I realize that you know this is bigger than Megan this is bigger than Harry it's it, it's all of us it's a fight for us to say no you know I mean this is uh, this world this it's becoming a sort of you know a mix uh, um, multicultural and sort of you know there's no reason why that we cannot be a part of the conversation and like megan saying is this that you know what if you're not going to invite us then we're going to make our own table and this is exactly what we're doing and i think they was not prepared they wasn't ready for us because they are custom of sort of call us name and say these horrible awful thing to just shut us down um, we're supposed to be really appreciated and be grateful to um whatever crumbs that you know are they 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 they, they leave on the on the floor for us and and sort of we we should be no we are very smart women we work hard and we do a lot of things there was nothing that's ever giving to us and i think black women sort of even show out and show how powerful that you know we can be especially in the election here in the united states oh my god don't we come out and i don't know why people always doubt us as women because i mean <laughs> do we forget the the women's movement do we forget the civil right we forgot that you know what what we have accomplished together um so i mean i think it was great to see now this generation that you know i'm so fortunate to be a part of said enough is enough we're not going to stand for the for the racism we're not going to sort of been push around we're not going to sort of you know walk away with our tail you know under it of us no we're gonna show up we're gonna stand up and we're going to fight and you're gonna have to hear us you're gonna have to listen to us so um so this show i hope i make um the, the squad's proud okay guys i hope you guys enjoyed the show and you subscribe and you share um you share it um this is uh this is a big conversation this is a, you know conversation we all need to have 
Um, because again, this is bigger than Meghan and Harry. It's all of us. It's what's going on in our lives, our family. We all relate to someone that, you know, who is mixed race or even us, you know, sort of what as a woman, what, what we go through every day uh, life in dealing with all the same issues, the rejections and everything, I think is important um, now than ever to actually really speak on this issue and stand up. So, um, which is why I invite the, you know, my, my, my guests, the two guests that I have here, um, George and, and Charles. Obviously, George is really, really, really white and <laughs> he's going to hate that. And Charles, who is biracial. In fact, his mother is Brit. And so I wanted to have, um, and I wanted to hear what they have to say. What do they think? Because again, they are a part of the conversation, which is something that you know, at Megan and Harry um, stressed out a long time ago, and says, you know, if we're going to solve these issues, all of us must take um, part of the bigger, larger conversation and and have um, and be heard. And so I wanted to do that. I wanted to see two people that you know who sort of. Um, or not royalists and who sort of really don't really care that much about the royal family but yet you know um they cannot tune out the noise that's happening and what's been going on and so i wanted to see what they have to talk about and what do they think about the issues and where do we go from here so let's get the show on the road so josh am i really that way Really? Yes, you are. <laughs> Hi, everyone. So, um, what do you guys think about everything that's been going on? Well, I think generally I don't know hardly anything about the royal family or that entire world. The The first time I even got introduced to it at all was The Crown, and I know that's, to an extent, that's it's fiction, but it is based on reality, I guess. Um, but that was really the only thing that I've known about the royal family. I kind of knew, heard about Meghan Markle from co-workers who were um, ex excited about the wedding and loved to follow her, but it was never something that really crossed my mind. Um, but seeing these headlines was definitely thrust it more into the forefront in terms of who they are and, and what they're doing, and uh, especially over the last few years. And they definitely seem like incredibly impressive people outside of the fact that they're royal hmm yeah um but you know to hear you know what the palace is doing to them and i know you don't know a lot but to hear the kind of racism the kind of sort of um stuff that's coming out and um so what do you think um that sort of caused that well I don't know, I think coming off of four years of Trump in the U.S., um, not particularly surprised at this point by uh, the, the continuance of racism uh, across the world, and especially in the U.S. And so I don't think any of the things, the headlines are necessarily surprising to me, but they're also, they are uh, sad, right? Because this is a, this is a, a couple that seem to be honestly just genuinely good people and, and for them to be kind of receiving the treatment they're getting 
it's and with no other explanation, no other way of explaining it outside of kind of the racial bias, especially when you look at the comparison to how Kate was treated. Um, it's just sad. Yeah, 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 Charles. In your point of view, being a biracial man, and I believe you know your parents are are, are, are Brits, right? Um, so, what do you think with everything that's going on? How the the palace treated her? Um, how they treat sort of a biracial woman? And sort of, you know, I mean, what do you think about that? Well, certainly, my mom is British, <clears throat> and just in terms of how I think that the 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 palace has been treating Megan. I mean, it's certainly uh, certainly obvious to those who are paying any kind of attention. Uh, I myself, you know, can certainly you know see myself in in terms of you know a biracial person not necessarily being understood by you know by anyone. Uh, just because you kind of fit in the middle, you don't necessarily fit in either one side or the other. And I think that from Megan's point of view, I certainly, you know, see that she's been thrust into the limelight in a world that, you know, even though she was an actress, that this is just a whole second level that uh, she hasn't really had to experience and just uh, face the kind of vitriol that she has and the complete lack of support that she's received um, from her quote unquote family, uh, new family is uh, really unfortunate. And, uh, you know, as Georgian mentioned, that it's, uh, you know, they seem like good people. Uh, I don't know that much about them myself, but uh, at the end of the day, I mean, you could see what they, you know, what kind of causes they support and what they stand for and, and what they're trying to get across. I think that uh, in terms of the kind of work that she was trying to do uh, while she was in the family, uh, she looked like she put like all of her heart and soul into it and she put forward a lot of effort and certainly didn't seem that she deserved the treatment that she got. Hmm. So, um, any one of you guys could answer this question. Um, what do you think about, I mean, the story about sort of her bullying stuff? It's a story that had come out very early on, maybe a year and a half ago, where they were just kind of like, you know, um, putting things out, say that, you know, what staff was leaving because, you know, they couldn't work with her and things like that. Um, but it never gone anywhere because um, we believe, especially the scribes and everyone else, believe it was just, um, they were trying to sabotage what she was trying to do, sort of because the staff that who left, the, the, the time was off, you know, that the time was up and, you know, sort of they move on to other things, but somehow they change it and make it seems like, you know, it's because that, you know, they could not work with her. Now the sort of that story resurfaced again, but this time they add on another layer talking about that, you know, what sort of she was bullying stuff. And we all know that, you know what, if she was doing something like that with everything, they tried to bash her with that would have been you know frontline story so um what are you guys thinking you guys thinking you know sort of a lot of it has to do because of the interview with oprah Winfrey is coming up um sunday i mean it just seems like it can't be anything else the the timing of it's just so it's so obvious right mm. or something to have happened two years ago or anything outside of the last like month for something for a group of people that are so in the limelight all the time I mean, two years is an eternity, and so for it to show up in the week leading up to the a big interview, uh, it just seems like it's it's just so obvious that it's clearly about that. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's just a calculated smear campaign, and you know, for those people who actually you know understand and, and are involved in media, I mean, this is 
this is you know transparent this is you know as as obvious as it could possibly be so you know again it's um it just goes to show you kind of really how afraid they are in terms of what she may say and then also that she may have a point if you know if they felt that she actually had no legs to stand on in terms of what she was saying then i don't think they would have taken such measures in order to kind of you know discredit her prior to the interview well to that point also just thinking about the transparency of it it's just like even if there had been any merit to the allegations they they sort of undermine them <laughs> through this sort of the calculated nature in terms of how it's been deployed how it's actually been put out in front of people because it is so cl- obviously tied to the Oprah interview it's like it, it's it's just about that there's no actual credibility to it even if there had been merit which i mean knowing just what we know that's out in the public uh, kind of domain information wise it doesn't seem like there would be any merit to those allegations but isn't that amazing right before we we started recording this and we were looking at sort of you know a couple clip that you know she just won um her case again you know sort of i think the 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 mail online supposed to be um printing some apology and things like that whatever so have you i mean all these things that they really try to do a number on this girl um so what i don't really get and perhaps maybe just to get you guys um you know thoughts on that i don't believe myself that you know what harry um who you know very often talk about her his grandmother and he loves his grandma and um and 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 of course i don't believe that megan will go after particularly the family even though i feel like they're complicit on everything that have happened that's not my um where my mind is i think that you know what um she's going to talk about the press you know the abuse and as well the stuff i mean she said the firm you know and her you know sort of uh, i suppose the teaser from oprah she talks about the firm and obviously everybody tried to say well she's talking about the family she's talking about the family i don't believe she's talk- really directly talking about the family she's talking about the the you know the courtier and the, the, the men in gray suit as diana um, previously called them so that's what i think and i think they all really fear what she's going to say it just sort of you know going to cause um a major major um blow for the monarchy so what are your thoughts on that? well actually just to go back to the the apology because i think that is interesting um and it's great that they won the uh, and there's seems to be at least some degree of repercussions i think what's important maybe to think about though is the reality of the consequences of of the actions in this apparent campaign against megan is the stat that we we had just seen looking at some of those headlines is that 32 percent of only 32 percent of uh brits uh view megan favorably and it's just kind of it's an astounding thing to think about it's like what what is the reason behind the the mm-hmm. majority that don't view her favorably mm-hmm. and so when you think that the for all of the uh attacks that have gone on her right the, the result of that what how that shifts people's perceptions and how that think how they think about her as a result of that um that's not something that's just going to get undone by a single apology or posting something on that front page for a week yeah um, if you're sitting so it's just kind of the, the the thought the think that there needs to be more right the mm-hmm. going beyond just winning in the court but also really shifting how the whole narrative is put out right i mean if you think about 2019 i think she said like she was the most troll 
online. Um, so, and when you have every day, maybe like, you know, three or four sort of, you know, I mean, they, they really bash just go almost on a daily basis. You know, after a while, it's sort of, you know, it's like, what is going on? No, and I mean, certainly it will grind on you. I think the the larger thing is, is that, you know, we've seen this movie before, right? I mean, <clears throat> I think that um, everyone's well aware, and certainly Harry and William more than any, is, uh, you know, very aware of what damage the press can cause. And certainly, um, you know, the kind of vitriol and kind of the impact it can have on people's lives. So, you know, I don't think you can really fault Harry for trying to protect the people that he loves, knowing that, you know, what the consequences could possibly be. So, you know, I'm, and, and that's just, I think, what makes it even worse, right? Because everyone saw that movie. <laughs> like, this isn't anything that's kind of happened, you know, secretive between, you know, a family member that you never heard of. I mean, uh, you know, everyone was, remembers where they were when they saw his mother die. And for this to happen again, uh, to the same kid is incredibly is just is it's just crazy so um, you know they certainly you know my heart goes out to them just with what's been going on and clearly I think that you know to your point um, is that you know with the with the case ending the way that it did with them succeeding and obviously they're going to have to you know uh, publish retractions and obviously be online and everything else and all the things they're going to have to do in terms of the Daily Mail um, you know, there's there's clear truth to it because they've already been convicted in the court of law. Hmm. Yep, I think you got a point here. Um, I think, you know, for me, I think the press missed an opportunity as well because I don't th actually think that, you know what, she actually was going to leave. I think that, you know, even if she was going to leave, then they will have Harry and Harry will stay. It was just kind of like they didn't get it. I don't think they don't get it. And I don't think they get the pushback. Um, and the reason why they are getting so pushback is because for many black women, um, we see ourselves in Megan. You know, we see ourselves. This is the kind of things that, you know, we every each one of us deal with in a daily basis. Um, I mean, for every one of us here, we are pretty much really sort of, um, if not mixed, um, we have mixed family and our own family. So sort of, you know, we kind of like understand what is going on. So when we see these things happening to Megan, it's very, I mean, if you feel like it's happening to you too, you know what I mean? It's, it's a story that, you know, you can relate with. And so I think that's why the pushback, and I think they're very surprised of that. They was not ready for that. And, um, and I think right now where we are um, in this moment in time, it's something that, you know, we no longer want to tolerate it anymore. We don't want to be bashing. We don't want to be called name. We don't want to be calling sort of, you know, being aggressive and all those um, resold thing that they do. How you call that? The um, dog whistles? The dog whistles. Um, so we just like, it, it, it's time. Time's up. Time's up. Time's up. I think that, you know, it's going to be a great um, interview on Sunday. I think they're going to touch about many things and things that they're going about to do. Um, and I think they're going to do great thing because I think they are two very amazing couple. Oh, my God. Don't we all jealous? You know, I'm sure all of us women would love to have a man that, you know, got our back. And I think yesterday, actually, here in an interview where... Um, 
one of the uh god i can gina i believe that was her name she's a comedian where she's saying that you know um you know harry was uh is a better husband than charles ever was to diana and i think that was really well saying that was really well saying i think people in england just they make a mess and they don't know how to clean it they really don't know how to clean it yeah i mean looking as an as an outsider or someone who's only grown up in in the states and has certainly all of the perspective that's informed by growing up in the states how i view the monarchy it's one with i mean what you would expect from an american where it's like that's not doesn't necessarily make sense i mean it's kind of quaint um, but it seems like it would have made a lot of sense uh, for them to seize the moment and uh, be a bit more uh, thinking ahead in terms of how to stay with how society is changing, how it's growing out of um, its old form and, and evolving into a better uh, kind of place in terms of society for all of us. Um, it seems like it would have been a great opportunity for them to do that, and that they, for some reason, it's just not it's not a... Uh, doesn't seem like it's been a priority. Especially in, in England now, sort of, I think, you know, I mean, all you see is biracial. So, you know, I mean, do can you believe the kind of rejection these kids now are feeling? They were all happy for the first time they feel represent because representation matter. Well, to that end, it's it's good on, good on Megan and, and Harry for not, just sitting down. You know, it's good on them to be standing up and speaking out at the very least. It would have been better if, if they hadn't been rejected in the first place. But um, at the very least, they do have um, the strength that they can see from, from Harry and Meghan working together, being that couple, like you mentioned, and, and continuing to stand up and speak out for themselves. Yeah, I, I, I actually sort of like um, feel really, really, really sad. I mean, sort of, I'm not here to bash, um, you know, um, the Brit and stuff like that because I don't think they're all bad, just like in any situation, not all bad. But what the problem that I'm having is, is, is that, you know what, they upset the kind of trash that come out in these magazines and day and day and day and day out. And I don't think they realize that, you know, how the world is seeing them. I mean, we're talking about this interview is going to be viewed by 62 countries. 62, 63, I think. I mean, hello. Especially when they're dealing with Mexit and stuff like that. I mean... I don't know how that's going to make them look like. Yeah, it's one of those things that, um, you know, to me, the, the the way they played this was just absolutely horrible because if Megan just would have had the interview, it would have been an interview, it would have been a thing, it would have gotten out in the public domain and then, you know, it would have, you know, it would have been the story and then it would have eventually kind of faded away and until Megan does her next project. But the way they've brought so much attention to it it's just that now they've just kind of amplified it to everyone else. And as you mentioned before, is that, you know, it's not like I follow this thing on a day-to-day -day basis. But now just with the drama that they've kind of created around it, they're actually driving the ratings and the viewership of the, of the special oh, that's higher. That's right, that's right. So it doesn't even make any sense in terms of how they've even, I mean, if I were, 
if I were in charge of their communications department, I would absolutely have to like fire them because it's ridiculous. Yeah, it just makes absolutely no sense to me. Especially now, everyone is at home. Everybody's paying attention. Everybody needs something to do, and you know, listening and sort of like they just make this thing bigger than it probably would have. Yeah, I mean, it would have. Yeah, it would have just simply I been mean, a couple promos. You would have seen some videos trying to promote the special. And it would have been this, that, and the other thing, and probably a couple of ads here and there trying to promote it. And instead of that, what you have instead is like full-page headlines on major press talking about you know the you know the, the dust up that's happening now that you know the royals themselves created. And it's just you know it's another example of what you mentioned before about how the royals just kind of shot themselves in the foot with this entire thing. Like it didn't have to be this bad. It doesn't have to. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's an unfortunate situation, but it could have actually, you know, if they would have welcomed her properly and supported her properly, um, you know, it could have been probably one of the better things the monarch has ever done. Uh, but instead of that, you know, they're, they're turning, you know, they're basically alienating themselves even further and I think uh, really tarnishing their brand in the firm in general. Well, if you talk to the press, they will say, well, they did because they put on a big show, they did a, a big wedding, so, they, but the the reality is, is that, you know, sort of putting on a big show and sort of because this is what Harry wanted doesn't mean that, you know, you guys really accept her because, <clears throat> I'm sorry, if you think about it, you know, the whole drama started even before she, she married um, Harry and stuff like that. And it wasn't until Harry put on a huge statement out, they kind of pulled back. I mean, they started paying this girl father to actually talk trash about her and her sister and all that. So how could you tell me you upset? And then, you know, you know, they never say anything. I mean, talking about sort of, you know, um, safe of upper lips and they don't sort of complaining they don't do that but now all of a sudden they're doing a lot of complaining a lot of explaining so i don't even get it i think the whole thing it's it's a sham and everybody is seeing it for what it is you know sort of they talk about things that they want to talk about they push back and things that they want to push back and sort of you know i mean we're talking about one of the things that really hurt me to my core because for those of us or that or understanding will have the understanding how the monarchy when you marry into the monarchy how that works um usually the women um will get in and they will train them for safety reason and sort of you know megan had no safety sort of you know uh thing at all didn't train her didn't you know from what i understand i mean obviously you know it, it's been reported it's been saying you know i guess you know well just for um for for legal purposes i guess i will say um <laughs> allegedly so i would say allegedly um but um but that did happen didn't really sort of you know give her the course that they will they, they give to 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 the rest of them you know and so it's like i mean what are you guys was trying to do well, I think there's like to that point. There's nothing more uh, kind of obvious about the difference in treatment that she got than when you do look. I mean, especially from the press's perspective, when you look at the headlines and the like, Buzzfeed or whoever it is has done good, the good work of kind of lining them up side by side of how Kate uh, was treated versus how uh, Megan's been treated on, on like the same exact issues. How vastly different the headlines are. And I think the one that I think people like to quote, and it's because it's laughable, is this thing about the avocados. And it's like, 
how is the <laughs> if you do if you actually just have had a chance to see any of those headlines next to each other, I don't know how you could not come to the conclusion that there's obviously some bias against Megan. I, I think for many people that were also angry or probably mad at the Brit is that they looked at these things, you know, I mean those papers are the most sell papers in London and then yet there's no pushback. There's no pushback. And that's what sort of at least here, you know, story come out. I mean I'm not to say that you know what sort of over here, you know, we don't have our own thing happen. But there's always somebody to push back against that. You know what I mean? There's always somebody that you, you know to call it out, you know? And we don't really do that much of uh, um taboy here. You know, sort of, but it, they live on that. This is this is what makes it really tough because nobody is pushing back. You know, it's 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 worse. And then under the family, you know, you would think that you know what? Okay, this girl coming in, she doesn't have a family. She doesn't even have much friend, or may you know maybe none at all over there. So you guys are now her family. And we don't, you don't give her the protection that she needs. She needs stand for her. Yeah, it's funny because they they tried to talk and it's a lot about how the crown is not real. It's not real life. It's all fiction. Um, but then at the same time, the thing that seems to be playing out on the uh, the global stage is, seems to kind of validate the things that you do see in the crown. And I know that's referencing that because that's pretty much the extent of my knowledge about. Uh, the royal family, but it's like, how do you, how do you kind of defend? How else would you defend it? How do you explain it if it's not that? Well, guys, um, that was really great conversation. I look forward to continue this conversation. Obviously, I wanted to get this out. I wanted to get you guys, you know, sort of um, point of view on that. I look forward to see you guys after the interview. I would love to do another recording, and so we can discuss more about it. Um, so thank you for listening. And if you sort of, you know, stop and it means that, you know, you like what I'm saying, if you want to continue listening to me, um, you know, please sub subscribe. And um, I hope to um, continue this conversation. I have a lot more to say. I have a lot to talk about. Um, I want to have different people perspective. I want to sort of, you know, um, you know, dissect what is going on because I think it's really important that you know we 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 push back because um, anything that happened to Megan it happened to us as well and I think that you know this world this 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 life um, we need to not just sort of you know um, we need to have a purpose and for me I feel like this call I've been called to to do this to talk I'm not the most articulate person you know as you hear you know I have an accent and my grammar probably is just not really even in non-existent <laughs> but I find a way to actually say what it is that you know I need to say and understanding that you know English is my second language not the first and and um, but this is not what it's all about it's about sort of you know having your voice out there and hopefully you guys um you know like uh, what we do and what we're about to do and we could um sort of you know work that journey together and be supportive of one another and of course i know there's going to be troll and i'm so prepared and so ready for them um 
you know so um and it's okay to troll want to troll me that would be fine we can we can talk we can have a conversation because you know sort of um but if you're gonna come and you don't have really anything that to say and it's all gonna be the same you're gonna call names you're gonna do all that well you know sort of all i could say that you know you need therapy and you need to take your med so um have a good night and look forward to see you guys hopefully after the interview on sunday i believe um i will hit you guys with another podcast whether monday or tuesday bye-bye good night thank you to my guests charles and um george you guys have been amazing and i hope you sort of enjoy the time um that we have in Hopefully you guys can be a part of the journey with me. Thanks, it was great. We had a great time. Thanks so much for inviting us. I'm excited to, to watch the interview. I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to, I mean, they've definitely built up the, uh, the suspense. So we'll see what, uh, see what happens and see the response. And then we'll go from there. All right. Okay. So ta-ta. Au revoir. Bonsoir. Bye-bye. Bonne journée.